0: The Green Hand of Overdale, story suggested by Keith Strewig on the 8th of March, 2021. The little boys at our boarding school, juniors ranging in age from 7 to 12, lived in Overdale House. They were under the care of a young Scotsman who was diligent but strict in his exercise of care. Each morning, the prefect awoke the boys with a little bell. No lolling in bed was permitted. All faces were to be washed in cold water. There was no hot. Shoes polished, hair brushed, beds made before breakfast. Their appearance and clothes, trunks were inspected. Then they were marched off to breakfast. The housemaster ensured that the senior boys allowed them to get some food at mealtimes. But like all boys, they were always ravenous. Every second night, they were marched to Duncan House for a bath. On the intervening day, grubbiness and dirt were to be removed under the cold water tap at the back in the shade of the oak trees. Lights out was at nine o'clock, with only the prefect's light left on until later. The toilet was an outhouse under the oak trees, and it was very dark out there. But little boys were well aware of the horrible embarrassment and miserable disgrace awaiting those who wet their beds. So they braved the dark. Unfortunately, an idle, wicked prefect, who shall remain nameless, was struck by a brainwave. He knew how to stop the littlest boys waking him in the middle of the night to take them to the loo, which he was under instruction to do. One winter night. Just before lights out, he idly inquired if anyone had heard anything the previous night, like tapping on the window. No one had. He admonished them all not to investigate if they ever did hear it. It could be the hand that was tapping. He said he'd been told by Squeeny, the head waiter, that many years ago. A man had slipped and fallen into the saw pit, and his left hand had been slif- sliced off. He was rushed to hospital, but bled to death on the way. His hand had been forgotten in the panic, and it was thought that Fly, the school dog, had stolen it. Now it is said, usually at full moon, the hand came back to find its owner. Boys were dumbstruck and every one of them slept with their head under the blankets. No one woke the prefect. Over the following days, two visits to the house after dark were done before lights out in company of at least two others who took turns to wait outside while business was completed. Nobody moved after lights out. Inevitably, there was a sudden increase in incidence of bedwetting. Surprisingly, including one or two older boys. A canny young Scotsman conferred with the matron, soon to become his wife, and she spoke to some of the younger boys. She soon extracted the legend of the hand, which had now become green and scrabbled at the tops of windows and would strangle anyone who saw it, and they would become ghosts of Overdale too. Once such terrifying seeds have been planted, they grow unchecked and become rooted, despite pronouncements from the housemaster and the matron and a recant by the demoted prefect. That is why, until Overdale was no longer dormitory, chamber pots were used at night. Everybody who was aboard at St. Mark's knows the story, and the duty monitors who fetched the cocoa at night always gave Overdale a wide berth, especially around full moon.